So, we're back with another episode. We're back. Yeah. It's, uh, so we watched a movie. We, we watched something. It hurt me. And I would say, at least for me, I'm coming to you now, a broken and miserable man. Paige, do you want to tell the audience what we we watched this week? We watched Cats. Yeah. Which just happens to be our first listener request movie. Yeah. So shout out to Kiki for uh, Kiki Rast. She putting did this us, to us into this much pain and suffering. Mental, emotional, and spiritual turmoil. Um. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it might affect your belief in God, but it'll definitely strengthen your belief in Satan. It will. Like, there's no way the devil doesn't exist. Um, yeah. He had a hand in this movie. He, yeah, he had more than a hand. Um, so yeah, we watched Cats. We did that. We watched it beginning to end, and... So we, we had seen this before. Yes. However, add. going into it the first time, we didn't see it in theaters. We saw it when it came out on DVD. And it was one of those things, so many people were complaining about it, that it was like, we have to watch it. And um, as soon as my brain was like, ooh, this is, this is hot diarrhea of a movie, I stopped paying very much attention to it the first time around. This time, because I'm doing it for a podcast, I felt the need to pay attention and not just be on my phone the whole time. That and was that a bad move, bro. Was, it was a very bad move. It. Um, I was hoping that I had overjudged it mm-hmm, the first time mm-hmm. and that it wouldn't be that bad the second yeah. time. I was wrong. Yeah, I I feel like the first time around felt like uh, falling off a motorcycle in leathers. This time felt like falling off a motorcycle ass naked. Um, It was worse. It really just... It sucks. This this movie is is dog shit. It's rough. It's really, really rough. And it shocks me that it has the cast that it has. Yeah. Because... Everybody on that screen is a big name. Are they all? I feel like there were a lot of people that if I was a dancer, I'd be like, oh, of course, it's so-and-so playing Thuckle Bleaster. Um, <laughs> That's a name. Right? Okay, maybe the one, like, main girl cat is yep. not... What was her name? Valerie? Uh, I don't know. Victoria, I think. Um, I don't know who Robbie Fairchild is, the person who played monka strap okay so fine maybe not all of them but yeah it, you have again i feel like dame in the judy dench community yeah you have james corden mm-hmm. jason derulo idris elba taylor swift uh rebel wilson ian mckellen yes um, yeah there's there's a lot of big names and i feel like if they're not a big name actor or actress they're probably a big name dancer Probably. Because um, let's be honest, that's really the only reason to watch Cats is for the dancing. Yeah. 
Because okay. people who have seen the play say, oh, you just go for the costuming and the music and the dancing. Well, in the movie, you don't have costuming because you just have weird CG. Mm-hmm. So you have dancing, you have music. I personally am only familiar with like one song from this musical. Yeah. Which one? Memory. Okay. Sang by Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Which she will always give me chills when she sings. Mm -hmm. That is the only redeeming factor of this whole movie is that Jennifer Hudson gets to sing Memory. Yeah. It's it's a good song. It's a good musical number. It's a good vocalist. All that stuff. Um, I also did enjoy, um, I don't know if it's Beautiful Ghosts or memories lost long ago or whatever that song is you know the uh uh the memories were lost long ago so now i dance with these beautiful ghosts oh yeah Yeah, that one i think is um i didn't want to rip my ears out during that song fair i will say in the days between watching and now recording several songs have been stuck in my head and I'm not down with that shit at all. That, I'm, oh my gosh. Uh, Just start singing Small World. I should have. But yeah. Um, that shit will get stuck in your head so fast. If, if, well, I've just taken in two hours of cats. Um, but yeah, the, the McCavity, 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 McCavity's not there. That song holy shit the taylor swift one when she's coming down on like the moon thing i don't want to come down this hard on t swift i recognize she's very talented and skilled musically um i enjoy a lot of her music and i i know a lot of people out there most likely some people in our our audience are probably big big t swift fans I Your just, sister included. I have to. She doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> she might. She might. I think she, she's listened to some episodes. Maybe. But I don't think Cats is going to bring Krista. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that are true ride or dies for T-Swift. And I just have to say, as much as I hate to say it, Hollywood, stop. It's not going to work. She's not a very good actress. She's not. There, there are things... That it's great that it's Taylor Swift because the quality of the acting isn't important. She has a tiny cameo in New Girl. And (laughs) just in her like two or three lines, she delivers them so terribly. But it sort of elevates the humor of the show, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's so, it's funny that it's Taylor Swift. And therefore, when Taylor Swift doesn't, deliver her lines perfectly it's like that yeah it's just icing on the cake cool but then she delivers her lines the same in like amsterdam amsterdam and it's just real bad and then she gets hit by a car and i kind of have that moment of like oh no but i'm okay at least we don't have to watch her for the rest of the movie it was like oh no (laughs) t-swift is dead but at the same time at least t-swift is she did yeah. not get hit by a car in this movie. No, no. Uh, fortunately, she's not in it very much. 
But again... At least it, most of her role in this is singing. Yeah. Which is fine. Well, it's singing, but it's like that weird, shitty whisper singing. It's that like, McCavity, McCavity, McCavity's not there. And she's like doing a weird the, like, accent. breathy. Yeah, it's breathy, and it's slightly British, but not fully British. Um, and it's just, it's really bad. This movie, I, I don't know if the director woke up every morning knowing he had this goal but it's definitely an effect of this movie this movie will have a definite effect on your sexuality no matter who you are no matter where you go in life it will affect your sexuality i don't know if it'll be How? a positive effect or a negative effect i like if we finished watching the movie and you were like, are you in the mood? I'd have been like, not tonight. I'm truly not. No. I, uh-uh. That is not where I thought you were going with no. that. Like, I'll, I'll, I, I wasn't sexually attracted to cats before this movie. But are after you this now? Movie, no, it's like, it's now I'm adamantly not sexually attracted. Like, I'm, I'm adamantly opposed. I don't even want to know that cats get it on with other cats. Like, the concept of where baby cats come from, some people call them kittens, I, it makes me angry now. And the same also goes for Rebel Wilson. I am so vehemently opposed to the visual appearance of Rebel Wilson. I already thought she was didn't live up to her own hype before this movie, but holy shit, I don't want to see her in movies I I wish there was a law stating that, like, if her hands go anywhere near her crotch, she just gets arrested immediately. Because she spent a lot of this movie just itching her just down under. Is she Australian? She is. No way. Yeah, she's itching her, her down under. Her Australian. I, yeah, she's itching her down under, and I planned that joke. This um, took a very weird turn. Did you not see this coming? I did not. A, a movie like Cats is so sexual. I will you say, have to I disagree with you on Rebel Wilson. I love her. Did you love her in this? No, okay. but everybody sucks in this. Yes. Except for maybe Jennifer Hudson. But mm. I enjoy Rebel Wilson. Okay. I think she's great in Pitch Perfect. I like her in Isn't It Romantic? I feel like you could swap out Rebel Wilson. With someone else in Isn't It Romantic? And, yeah. We're going to agree to disagree okay. on this one. I feel like if you put in Melissa McCarthy, you I could not McCarthy. only keep all of the, like, heavy set jokes. You could also start writing in, she's too old for this role jokes. Oh, okay. Because the concept of someone Melissa McCarthy's age getting together with someone... Do you Liam. think she could uh, be in Cats? No. Or, you know, if she was in Cats, if she could command cockroaches and mice. Oh my gosh, the cockroaches and the mice mice sequence. are shit of nightmares. I, yeah. They and looked so bad. Yeah, when you're standing next to the entire cast of Cats and you're the thing that's the worst on screen... Gal, it's so bad. 
Also, um, I will say, neither of us have ever seen the play this of is true. Cats. This is very, very true. We have heard that there's really not much of a storyline. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if the movie is different from the play or how it differs. Yeah, they, they attempted to make a storyline mm-hmm. in the movie, but I still have no clue what the hell a Jellicle is. So many things. Don't know what a Jellicle is. Don't know uh, Rebel Wilson is a Gumby cat. Yeah. I don't know what a Gumby cat is. No. Is that just a cat that has a house? Maybe. Um, but then I th- there's this whole thing about like one of the cats will be selected to almost like ascend. To go to the heavy side layer. The heavy side layer. But then there's And receive something... a new Jellicle life. Yeah. And it's like, just so you know, cats have three names or something. Yeah. And they like... And we're going to tell you about it in a weird graveyard. Yeah. And I feel like at the beginning, they're like, did you know cats have three names? There's one that's like the... That your family gives that you. That your family gives you. So, yeah. And then at the end, they're like, so remember, cats have three names. And you're like, it, you only told me one. What I are the feel other... like there was Did... another one. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. It ugh. It was weird. It all hurt. Um, God, what else? Something funny that I read that mm-hmm. I feel like I just have to share. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read this trivia fact straight up. It says... Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber was so affected by the disastrous reception of this movie that he ended up adopting a Havanese puppy and had the dog registered as a therapy pet. When asked by the airline via a note if he really needed the dog, Webber responded, Yes, just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats. The airline sent an approval back uh, with a note saying, No doctor's report required. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, it, I could definitely see this just really having a rough effect on people. Which, I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber is a big name. hmm And, yeah, everybody hated it. How could you like it? I, and it's, one of the worst things about Cats is that looking at the visuals, I remember seeing trailers for this, and I had seen images from the stage play where people dress up like cats and it was always just kind of like that looks a bit odd and then seeing the way they use cgi and motion capture and stuff like that it was like oh that's interesting like it they really did like make humans look like cats like there's no Mm -hmm. seam of that's where the costume starts and that's where the person or like the human's face ends whatever and so, yeah, there there is a lot about it that I'm like, that is an interesting idea. And then you actually watch the execution and you're like, ah, that's so unnerving. I did hear that for the CG artists, mm-hmm. this was a really rough thing to work on. Really? I read somewhere that they were having to work like 90 hour weeks. They Oof. were sleeping under their desks. They had these insane... Uh, timelines to meet with everything and i mean you can tell in the final product yeah um but at the same time it's almost like i i feel like the cgi if you're thinking about what 
the end goal was. The CGI looks really good. It's just that the end goal was a bad goal to have. If that makes sense. Yeah, like the that. when the director said I want it to look like this, the CGI artists did a damn good job of doing that. But the I want it to look like this, I want my, you know, this actor to move from here to here. Yeah, every time these cats have to jump, it's so like just because a cat can do that doesn't mean my eye appreciates watching that happen. Mm-hmm. Like the weird wire work in this was so terrible. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, um, James Corden just being like, I'm fat and I eat a lot and I eat a lot and I'm fat. And that's just his entire character sucks. Um, every time they would throw in a little cat-based saying, just like, cat got your tongue? Or, I f- there were so many of them. I I can only remember the yeah, cat got your tongue, the but there were ones. so many. I don't remember. They were like, oh, get it? Because they're all cats. And it just... It was like so heavy-handed, too. Yeah. Um, and then... There's, there's so many things about this world. Like, there's the, the old rule of, like, show, don't tell. Because if you just, like, tell someone something that happened, it's really boring as an audience member. If you show them, that makes for a, a much more interesting, exciting movie or whatever. This has a relentless amount of elude to, but don't show or tell. Just make them confused. And there are certain movies, I feel like, that can explain something to you by just alluding to it enough. Like Dune. There's so much about the movie Dune that I do not fully understand. Mm -hmm. The hierarchy of the government, yada, yada, yada. But I could tell, if I watched this movie over and over and over, I would start to figure it out. And just because I don't know it, the director definitely knows. Maybe he'll explain it more thoroughly in the sequels. Stuff like that. With cats, Do you think Tom Hooper knew? I think maybe. And I, the fact that he didn't tell us is out-fucking-rageous. <laughs> What's a Jellicle cat? I feel like Tom... You said Cooper? Hooper. Hooper. I feel like Tom Hooper knows what a Jellicle is. And he didn't want to let us know. Do you want to know something funny about him? Yes. So he got the Razzie Award for worst movie for Cats. Yeah. But he also directed King's Speech, which took the Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Looking at this movie, without really knowing Tom Hooper just by name alone. I think he also did Les Mis. Okay. I could definitely see that. Like, he proved that he could do a musical really, really well. So then he was able to go, for my next movie, I want to do Cats. Like, almost as famous. And I want an even bigger budget. And they were like, I mean, you gave us Lame Is. Of course we're going to give you a bigger budget. And, oh boy, did uh, did Icarus fly too close to the sun? <laughs> Just flew directly into that bastard. At the Golden Globes, the year that this came out, mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais. Oh, uh, boy. Joked Ricky Gervais that... was kind to no one that year. 
he joked that this movie was the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. <laughs> that, I will say, is the nicest thing he said about this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, that anyone said about this movie. Yeah. Um, I am not willing to quote any more of what Ricky Gervais said about cats in that But monologue, look it but up. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Idris Elba's McCavity. Just all of a sudden in the movie, it's like, oh, just so you know, he can teleport. And I'm like, what? Why can a cat teleport? And they're like, quit asking stupid fucking questions, Dallas. Oh, also, he can teleport other cats to a place of his choosing. How does that work? Does he have like a portal gun? Or is it... This isn't Rick and Morty. Yeah, like, is this... Is it flu powder? Like, what? Not Harry Potter either. How does he sprinkle it on these cats? Or not even sprinkle. He just like whooshes his hand and they're suddenly somewhere else is that because of his power or is how does that work uh dallas quit asking questions forever don't ask anything yeah it they're, makes no sense they're on a barge in the middle of the thames thames t- teams, thames thames whatever and he's got growl tiger his like right hand man there yeah it's like okay D- did growl tiger like did he capture growl tiger years ago and then Growl Tiger just convinced him to let him work for. Also, this whole like competition for a new jellical life. How do they know that's better? And yeah. why does Judy Dench get to choose? Yeah. Like when Judy Dench dies, what cat gets to choose? Yeah. Does Jennifer Hudson have to come back from her basket floating in the air? And what enters people into the competition because that's another thing like mccavity's like all the other you have to have a song prepared okay that's all i know but like main girl uh jezebel whatever vanessa Vanessa? virginia victoria something Um, with a v i think it's victoria okay i'll believe you oh victoria yeah um victoria sang songs why couldn't Victoria, had she not been on the streets long enough? Like, she just gets chucked out of a car at the very beginning, so she's not yeah, in the she, running yet. she hasn't had time to prepare a song. Yeah, like, and so... But she's in everybody else's songs, yeah. so... When all of a sudden, uh, McCavity is like, I'm the only one left, and Judy Dench is like, I really don't want to choose you. I, re- I would rather choose anything but you i'm like why can't you what's limiting your power what like are is are you in control of the hot air balloon or is there a power behind the hot air balloon that can the hot air balloon not find you on the river thames yeah like how is anything yeah why can't you just send we have to stop thinking about this movie like and there's a chance that members of our audience are like, everything you're complaining about, that's all the best stuff about the play. I don't know. But it's so bad. Um, what was the plan with the cats on the barge on the Thames? Thames? After, if McCavity had succeeded and he gets onto the hot air balloon and floats away, does Growl Tiger then say... All right, you're all free to go because my boss won the competition. Or does he just say, uh, "Now all of you still die"? You just die on the River Thames. Yeah, 
it, are they supposed to like starve to death on that boat or are they going to be pushed into the water or what how is being on a boat bad i guess um or is growl tiger just gonna beat the shit out of them either way it isn't good um literally everything about this movie is just bonkers yeah there's um, no rhyme or reason to anything oh the the cg is jarring at best yeah yeah people i'm sure everybody knows by now but this was around the same time as release the snyder cut yeah um and people started <laughs> pushing for them to release the butthole cut because none of the cats were animated to have buttholes. Um, which I don't know that that would make up for anything in this shit show of a movie. But honestly, like when you hey, see how. Release the butthole cut. When you see just how sexual the film is, it's almost incredible they don't have buttholes. It, it feels like the kind of movie where the creators behind it were just like. Oh my gosh, and there's going to be buttholes. That's going to be the the cherry on top is the buttholes. Oh my gosh, it's such a sexual movie I'm making. And they should just all be in prison. Um, yeah, Mr. Mistopheles, his song has been stuck in my head. The Rum Tum Tugger song has been stuck in my head. Um, and I just, I hate them all so much. Um, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson's character... Grizabella. Why was she an outcast? I don't know. Yeah, like she just shows up in like the like just these raggedy clothes, this big old coat, and everyone's like, "Oh, don't pay attention to her because one time a and, and like that's another thing. There's so many things that they act like they're putting exposition into their songs, but it's just cryptic bullshit. They're just like, a milkman came, and the moon was high, and uh, 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 she's an outcast. And as they're singing this, Jennifer Hudson is just crying dramatically. And they're just like, and also the willow trees, and the wind, and you could hear the wind, and the rain came down, and the milkman was there. And it's just like, shut up and tell me what the fuck happened with Grizza fucking Bella. I don't understand, and I, I don't want to, but I feel like I need to. I feel like that would just help things ever right? so slightly. There's no character development in yeah, this movie. There's no explanations towards anything. Also, fun fact, the word jellical is sung or spoken 128 times in this movie. Seems low to me. Um, For no one being able to tell me what jellical mm-hmm. means... You say it 128 times. Yeah. Um, That's like once a minute. Yeah. Roughly. Well, because there are certain things that are like, Jellicles can and Jellicles do, Jellicles do because Jellicles can. And they just say it over and over and over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, 66 times during the opening song. Jeez. 62 more times throughout the rest of the movie. God damn. Also, who's the poor bastard that had to count that? Yeah. Um, oh, one of the stupid cat pun lines. Don't mess with the crazy cat lady. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. 
Um, oh, just another thing that makes it all so difficult to look at, and I hate it so much. The first quite a while that we see McCavity, he's always got this big, like, coat, this fur coat on. Mm -hmm. Then at some point, he throws it off, and he leaves it off for the rest of the movie. That's how every other cat looks throughout the film, but for some reason, the fact that I started seeing him wearing a coat, and then he threw it off, McCavity looks nakeder than (laughs) all the other cats, and I hate it, and I will never not hate it. And it's Idris Elba, but he looks like naked Idris Elba, and I hate it. Um, That was another thing. There were times, especially with uh, Idris Elba, where looking at him be a cat, I was like, this kind of looks cool. Like, if there was some sort of, like, a Dungeons and Dragons movie or something, and it was like, and then this guy turns into, like, a panther person or something and they use this exact same technology and they made it look very similar to this where it's like animal fur but then the face is still the face of a a actor i'd be like yeah cool but the fact that they used this technology made it look that you know neat at times but then they were like cool rebel wilson now we want you to lay on your back raise your legs into the air Spread them as far as you can, and just DJ the shit out of your crotch. Just scratch that thing, like... I do not remember that. Really? Was that when she was playing with her tail? Like, when we first see her, I think it's like when they're looking through the window, and they're like, oh man, what a Gumby cat. What a fucking Gumby cat over Oh, when she's like laying on the chair? she, She like lays down, throws her legs up, spreads them, and then just... It just starts. I did not think that was as big of a part of the movie as you think it is. Oh my gosh. You were definitely more willing to be on your phone than I was. So maybe you looked down during that. I I don't think so. It was terrible and it was there and it was a thing that happened and I hate (laughs) it. Um, Basically, if you haven't seen this movie yet. Um, save yourself some of the heartache that we willingly put ourselves through because we love our listeners and just don't, don't watch cats. If you're going to watch it, um, get lots of snacks beforehand, make it an event. If you're the drinking type, do a few shots. It might be really, really good if you're drunk. Oh, and then when Mr. Mistopheles, the magician, is trying to teleport Dame Judi Dench's character back. Old Deuteronomy. Old Deuteronomy. And they... Apparently uh, that character was originally male. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Uh, When they're trying to teleport her back, and they just start singing, like, oh, now, whatever, is it ever... Or, I can't remember if this is the old Deuteronomy song or the Mr. Mistopheles song. But there's this one thing that they sing over and over to Mr. Mistopheles just to be like, we believe in you, you should believe in you too. 
and then like he tries it and he fails and he they sing it again so he tries it again and he fails and then everyone sort of has this like oh but then victoria's like you know what i'll sing it again and she sings it again and he fails again and but now because victoria believed in him now we're all gonna sing it together again and it goes on forever with him just pointing at a bed and dame judy dench isn't back and it is absolutely bizarre and then all of a sudden they're like this was the last time he's gonna try he officially failed and then deuteronomy starts singing that part and everyone turns around and he teleported her back just to not the location that he thought and that means success or something like unto it it is just weird it is so terrible to bring this movie into your life and it's just it's it's bad and don't do it ever and then at the end of the movie they're all gathered around this giant lion statue the lion the look on the lion's face he is just dumbfounded look it the lion looks like he just watched the movie cats too like he you, probably did you look at the lion's face and he's just like ah ah and it, yeah i'm like i'm right there with you buddy freaking aslan and mufasa poor bastard <laughs> um but yeah, they're all gathered around this lion, and Dame Judy Dench is like, all right, I gotta remind you of, of what we talked about in this movie. And she does almost this, like, closing argument, final paragraph of an essay, where you have to, like, re-summarize everything you talked about. And she's like, remember, cats have three names, and... Um, Jellicle. Jellicle. But then there's this one thing she sings over and over, and it's like, uh, and... So first, your memory I'll jog And say a cat is not a dog So first, your memory It's just a cat is not a dog. And yep. she says it over and over, just telling the audience, just so you know, a cat is not a dog. A cat is not a dog, and you need to remember a cat is not a dog. And I'm like Angelical. How is this what you're gonna end your terrible movie on? What? Just telling me obvious bullshit? Like if if you know, you had a, a what's another bad movie? Morbius. <laughs> At the end of Morbius, if they just had freaking Jared Leto look straight into camera and be like, remember folks, don't get bitten by bats, and one more time, don't get bitten by bats, before you leave, keep this in mind, don't get bitten by bats, and also, don't get bitten by bats. Like, dude, shut up. I just want this over. I, you don't have to tell me. A cat is not a dog isn't even, like, the theme of the movie. It's so... Oh, my gosh. It's bad. It's bad, and I hate it forever. Dallas um, officially has high blood pressure after thinking yeah. about this movie. Yeah. 
Um, I, I feel like this is one of those movies that we all gave it a lot of shit for quite a while. But I feel like maybe as a society we should revisit how much we hate it. Because there are certain things that, like, movies came out. Everybody bitched about them for a while. And then they forget. But then there's other movies where they come out and for the rest of time, everyone always mentions, like, and also, we all hate this movie. I feel like Avatar spent years and years and years getting shit on just because it was a similar story to other movies, which happens all the frickin' time. But, like, Cats just had its, like, 15 minutes of infamy, and now everyone's like, yeah, it's old news. It shouldn't be. We should never forget how terrible this movie is. And I feel like that goes for so many things. Yeah. Um, We will never forget. We won't. We won't. Because now there's a podcast episode on this steaming pile of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again, Kiki. We really, really appreciate it. And thanks again, our audience, for not giving us better recommendations on what to watch but it does sound like we have three other recommendations and from what i remember none of those are even half as bad as this it's true but you can also keep giving us recommendations yeah keep giving us recommendations maybe recommend a series yeah tell us what you want to hear yeah if you Um, don't want to hear us ramble about shit movies for a half an hour yeah tell us to watch better movies if you want to hear us ramble for a full hour about good movies that's what we usually do it is, but there's just really no more to say about cats. Yeah, um, or well, performances are—they range we talk. so much. We already talked yeah. about it. Oh, one thing I did want to mention about Jennifer Hudson—I feel like it's all throughout the movie, but especially egregious, like towards the end, right before she gets selected to ascend to whatever the heavy side layer. Heavy side layer. She starts crying, and it's very dramatic. And, like, if you want your character to cry, tears from their eyes, go for it. Bless your soul. That's fine. But they make sure that the snot going from nose to mouth is glistening the entire time. That thing shines in the moonlight brighter than many stars in our universe. It's unbelievable how visible that snot stream is and i it's just it's like they didn't want audiences to want to look upon this film and so like when jennifer hudson is singing and you were like oh my gosh she's so good at this i was like yeah fine all right whatever but that upper lip is so gnarly and i just ugh i hate it and i never won't hate it um but yeah special effects we've talked about cinematography the cinematography um one thing there were so many times in this movie that i thought that like the colors were really cool and the amount of like neon lights in the background and um always kind of filming it and like building sets or not even i doubt they built too many sets but like the cgi was all done to make the city look like a massive massive city 
as though like the camera and everything is the same size as actual cats. I thought that was like, it takes vision to do that, but oh my gosh, spending that much time and energy and being that good at something, but having that skill be brought towards a movie this cringy was so tragic to me. Uh, the choreography, there, uh, there, there's so much dance choreography. It's just all dance choreography. So much so that I didn't care at all. Um, I thought there were times where they would like cut between shots in a way that would like skip over certain amounts of movement. So it was almost like difficult to follow what was going on and stuff. Um, and then the music and score is just obviously, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm good there. So um this movie sucks don't watch it or do and then you can listen to this and ugh. and then you can follow us on instagram follow us on, on instagram we've got an instagram it's the.real.couple um and yeah we're constantly posting cool shit on there uh if you want to listen to us on other platforms uh we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher amazon music and google podcasts um so yeah uh page do you have someone that you want to meet? I had someone and I just... Oh, yes. Jeremy Renner. Oh, I was thinking of saying Jeremy Renner. Uh, just, you know, to keep everybody up to date, or if you're uh, listening to this way in the future and you want to remember uh, what point in time this is taking place as, uh, Jeremy Renner just uh, recently was in a snowplow accident. Uh, apparently did a lot of damage to his leg. He lost a lot of blood. He's, uh, pretty much all of the updates we've been hearing are just, he's in critical yet stable condition. So doesn't sound like we're going to lose him anytime soon, but he may never be the same. Yeah. He's definitely fucked up so much so that I would not be at all surprised if, if we don't see him as Hawkeye again. Yeah. Which really, really sucks. Um, he was really good in that role, and last year we got the Hawkeye first season. Yeah, and it really is that felt supposed like... to have a second season, or is that like I would a one and done? So, um, and if not a second season, you don't just bring Kate Bishop into the story and then stop including Clint Barton in your story. If they weren't going to continue his story in the form of a Disney Plus series, he definitely was going to have a future in Disney Plus or in the Marvel in Universe. Marvel, yeah. Um so yeah, the the fact that this happened really uh and and not just uh like it sucks that he got super injured because now I can't enjoy more Marvel stuff, but uh he's one of the founding members kind of and he's a badass he's a badass and from the the early days of marvel he's one of the the few that are still around because tony stark is gone captain america's gone uh thor it seems like thor is probably on his way out soon from what i've been hearing from chris hemsworth um and yeah i was really really looking forward to Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye getting a a really cool, awesome role to play in the universe. 
and I still want to see Hawkeye be able to do all that, but uh, I don't know. It's just going to suck. I just want if... Jeremy Renner to be okay. Yeah, yeah. and I, I hope he's okay. I hope his family is doing well. Um, I hope they figure out what went wrong on the snowplow because I've heard safety precautions should have made it so that that was impossible. But uh, also, you know, I doubt Jeremy Renner would hear this. Uh, if somehow he does, I want to give a shout out also to his neighbor. Apparently, uh, one of his neighbors is like a surgeon or, or someone in the medical profession, and they were able to get a tourniquet on the leg really, really quickly. Uh, shout out to whoever that hero was. Um, you know, did a great job, and, and we appreciate what you did. Um, Who do yeah. you want to meet? Uh, for me, this week, I would love to meet a man by the name of D. Bradley Baker. Uh, he has been a huge inspiration to me. Um, I first really discovered him, found out about him back when I was watching Avatar The Last Airbender. He does the voice of Appa and Momo. And then right about the time I got really into that show, I also got into uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. And he does the voice of all the clones. And that carries over like in The Bad Batch, in rebels like if there's a clone talking he's voiced by d bradley baker unless it's a young kid clone but uh d bradley baker is just one of those guys that brings such an incredible skill and talent to his voice acting craft that uh he was kind of the the big thing that uh pointed out to me how interesting and awesome that career path could be. And so, yeah, um, I've, I've spoken many times about how much I would love, I would kill to be able to get into voice acting. And D Bradley Baker was the big, um, catalyst for that desire in me, um, from a very young age. So yeah. Um, if somehow D Bradley Baker finds out about this, holy shit, would I love to meet D Bradley Baker? So I think that's going to wrap us up. Uh, anything else to add? No. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, and slide into our DMs on Instagram and tell us what to watch next. All right. Uh, have a great day. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.